Welcome to the Sports GPS. With your hosts, Parker White and CJ Holly. Welcome back to the Sports GPS Season 3, Episode 25. Parker, what's on the docket for the episode? We are kicking things off by recapping Week 7 of the NFL season. Mm-hmm. Then we're heading to the Diamond where we talk MLB postseason and preview the World Series. Yeah, we're previewing that World Series. Yep. Then we're giving our NFL power rankings and sharing the big news around the NFL. So pretty big news. Some big trades as well. Yeah, absolutely. And we're ending with Week 8 preview and giving our picks as we always do to end the episode. Absolutely. All that and more on this episode of the Sports GPS. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Sports GPS. We're going week seven to recap. CJ, lead us off. Yeah, let's go ahead and start with the the first non-snooze fest of a Thursday game. I know. Cardinals defeat the Saints 42 to 34. Like, everybody was like, hammer the under. They've all gone under. <laughs> yeah. And if you did, you lost. Yeah, uh, you did. <laughs> big time. Yeah, because I think the over-under, the Cardinals almost put that up by themselves. I think uh-huh. it was like 45. Yeah. Andy Dalton's your player of the game in a losing effort, 30 of 47. Is it his time? Yeah. <laughs> Every time Andy Dalton is mentioned, I think of that, and I have to ask that question. Calm down. Okay. Simmer down, youngin. Uh, 30-47, 361, four touchdowns, but he did have three interceptions, which led to the loss. Yeah. And my Colts lost to the Titans 19-10. It wasn't much of a game. I mean, this should have been a Thursday night game. Yeah. Uh, Bullock, the kicker, was the player of the game, 4 for 4 <laughs> Yeah, I mean, long of 48, he also added an extra point. He scored 13 of the Woo-hoo! Titans' 19 points. Yeah. Way to go, Randy Bullock. All, all I know is so many opportunities to, like, get within, like, a field goal or take the lead. I'm just like, come on, Colts. Yeah. Well, we got some big news coming up yeah, we'll, about we'll, your Colts. We'll get to sure. it later. <laughs> uh, Bengals defeat the Falcons 35-17. to Joe Burrow finally looked like Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. 34-42 for 41 and three touchdowns. We got some big news about the Bengals coming up yeah. in the new segment that could affect Mr. Joe Burrow. Yeah, but Joe Cool was... Uh... He's pretty cool. He's super cool. <laughs> yeah. Almost 500 yards passing is pretty insane. All right, the Cowboys, they defeat the Lions 24 to 6. There's no really like position like a like a player individually. It was right. Dallas D. They had two picks, five sacks. Their their defense is ridiculous. Legit. Good. Like right. and it's going to reflect in the power rankings. Get ready for it. Yeah. Uh Washington defeated the Packers. What is wrong with the Packers? Uh, I don't know. I, this is a problem. They're not uh, good, which is weird. It was super weird. Cuz we thought they were not look, we didn't it think they were like It was just us either. We didn't think they were like Super Bowl or bus, but like we thought they'd be in the mix. Yeah. It's crazy is, to think. That's not uh, the case. The Brewmeister. Uh, Brewmeister gets player of the game, 20 of 33 for 201, two touchdowns, one interception. Now this game was ugh, no one saw this coming. The Panthers defeated the Bucks twenty-one to three. PJ Walker's player of the game, sixteen to twenty-two, one seventy-seven, two touchdowns, and four men the running back, fifteen rushes, one hundred eighteen yards. Yeah, a little hat tip to him getting the uh, yeah. getting the yardage as you know the first time he's been starting since the other big news. You know, yeah. surrounding the Panthers again. A lot, we'll a lot, get into a it. lot of big news in the NFL this week. Lots of big news. But, uh, before we move on to the next game, Tom Brady. Yeah. Who would have thought a world 
where Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady get beat out by Taylor Heineke and P.J. Walker. <laughs> yeah. One played for JMU, the other played in the XFL. Uh, exactly. Like, like, and, and I hate to say this because even though, like, I'm not a Tom Brady guy because those I'm a Colts guy. Right. And that, that Colts-Pats rivalry was, that was a, a thing. thing. Yeah. So I'm pro Peyton Manning. But Tom Brady looks 45. Yeah. I, I think he's done. Yeah. I think I think Father Time is finally gonna win. And if he only retired and stayed retired, anyway, uh-huh. uh, Giants <laughs> defeat the Jaguars twenty-three to seventeen. This is kind of like just a downward spiral for the Jags. Mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley is your player of the game, twenty-four of one and one ten. Uh, Daniel Jones gets the hat tip as he had the throwing touchdown and the rushing touchdown. Danny Dimes. He went nineteen to thirty for two hundred two. Mm-hmm. The Ravens they defeated the Browns twenty-three to twenty. Gus Edwards, player of the game, 16 rushes, 66 yards, and two tutties. Ride the Gus bus, baby. Let's go. Absolutely. Jets defeat the Broncos. God, what a snooze fest this was. 16-9, your player of the game, Brees Hall, before he killed himself, four rushes for 72 (laughs) and a touchdown. I mean, that's that's some power power rushing stats right there when you can average, you know, that many on the ground. There's 18 on the ground. It is crazy how bad Denver is. Yeah. Like, like I'm not. It's it's really bad. Like, who, Nathaniel Hackett? He's got to be done. Uh, and I, I and and I hate to say that because he's he's not on the field, right? But it doesn't seem like his his players want to play for him. No, they don't. And that's I actually truly think, and I've said this for weeks now. I think Russell Wilson is purposely throwing off so Hackett can lose. But in this one, it wasn't. Russell, he like he held him out. So and he's actually hurt. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not sitting here sit, like saying that Hackett like I mean, Hackett just lost his game. I, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I really don't get. it. I don't know. The Raiders they defeat the Texans thirty eight to twenty. Josh Jacobs, Whew, twenty rushes, one hundred forty three yards, and three tutties. Hey, that man's a stud. He is just. Just lock and, it up. And, and, they're, and the Raiders are finally doing what we said. Yeah, run the ball. Give and, Jacobs the ball. And, and shorten the game, and yeah. you're you're going to win. I mean, they had leads in their first three games when they went 0-3. Like, they yeah. they shouldn't be – what are they, like, they're 3-4 and four now or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I think, I think they're 3-4. and four. Yeah, they shouldn't be that. They they should be at least 5-2, and two, if not more. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks defeated the Chargers. Good God, how did this happen? Yeah. Uh, Kenneth Walker is how. Yeah. 23 rushes, 167, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not missing a beat. They're actually better than Rashad say, Penny got hurt. Is Kenneth Walker better than Rashad Penny? Yes, he is. Like, yeah. I, I mean, he's playing like it. I mean, I'm not. I'm not better. disagreeing. It's just like, who would have thought? Right. The Chiefs they defeated the Niners 44-23. Very shocking how bad the Niners were in this game. Mm-hmm. Mahomes 25 of 34, 423, three touchdowns, and he did have a pick. Yeah, he he might be getting another weapon too. We're gonna be talking about that uh-huh. later in news too. Yep. Let's go to the Sunday night game. Dolphins defeat the Steelers 16 to 10. Two is return after dying. Uh, 21 <laughs> yeah. of 35 for 261 and a touchdown. Uh, I, the Steelers look lost on defense without yeah. Watt, even though they kind of held the Dolphins I in check. I think he practiced this week. I, yeah, I don't think he's playing this week, Probably though. not. Probably not. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it... He's on his way. Yeah, he's on his way back. The Steelers need him back in a bad way. But, or maybe they don't. Maybe they're trying to tank, and then... I, I honestly think the Steelers tank. This is, like, if I'm the Steelers and I believe in Kenny Pickett, which I think 
They should. I they have no intention think, yeah. not to, right? I think he's shown Even the though ability. he had another three-interception game this yeah, week. Yeah, well, he's a rookie. Yeah, I, and their offensive line is a garbage. And my son has bigger hands than him. Um, <laughs> my son's four years old. Or four months old. <laughs> four years old? <laughs> what happened? Yeah, well, you see what happened was. No, um, but yeah, he has bigger hands than Kenny Pickett. Anyway, um, yeah, it's just bad. Like, yeah. if the Steelers just tank, and then there's plenty of teams that are desperate for quarterback, and oh. if you have the number one overall pick... You're getting the king's ransom for the number one. I don't one think I don't think year. they'll be that bad to get the number one pick, but I get your point. I mean, they could be. They, they as of two weeks ago, they had it. So what right. are you going to do? All right, Monday night game, the probably the biggest shocker of the week. The Bears defeated the Pats thirty-three to fourteen. No individual player here. Bears defense, three picks, one sack. Like, and they did damage with those picks. Yeah, they did. Uh, Zappy comes in for <laughs> relief for Mac Jones. Gotta love that name. It's just what is it with the New England Patriots wanting quarterbacks with the last name that only have five letters in it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's just be honest. Like, Brady. Yeah. Hoyer. Keep going. Zappy. <laughs> Jones. Jones. Yeah, Jones. Like, yeah. He, they kick out all the I, ones I that mean, don't. The, the last one was Bledsoe. Yeah. Well, no, well, Garoppolo. Ah, uh, yeah, I for, I forgot. And they let him go. Yeah. Why? Because you didn't have five letters in the last name. Castle. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. See ya. Anybody who didn't have five letters in your last name, you're gone. If you want to play for the New England Patriots, you better have five letters in your last name. Preferable <laughs> that you actually have three letters in your first name. But you know, yeah, that's beside the point. <laughs> in Mac and Tom, but Tom, you know yeah. what are you gonna do? Uh, that wraps it up for the picks. I do want to say that Parker went nine and five. I went eight Woo! and six. So overall, I'm 67 40 and one. Parker is 64 43 and one. Slowly but surely. Narrowing the gap. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll see later in the pick segment if uh, you're going to narrow that gap even yeah. further. Uh-huh. Uh, but when we return, we're getting into the big MLB postseason news picks for the World Series. <laughs> yeah. All that when we return. Welcome back. Getting into the MLB postseason recap of the CSs. Uh, we have three games for each series we have to go over, as we already mentioned, game one for the ALCS and games one and two for the NLCS. So, Parker, take it away for the ALCS. Yeah, you just you just sit over there and be calm. I know, I know you're excited. So we're going to start with the ALCS, the junior circuit. Astros, they defeat the – they swept. Swept. Four nothing. Game two. Bring out the brooms. As we already said, we already covered game one last week. So game two, the Astros won three to two. Bregman, man, three run homer. Fromber Valdez was amazing. Mm-hmm. Seven shutout innings, nine Ks. All the scoring was in the third and fourth inning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, Bregman, Bregman is finally like back to looking like the guy he was a couple years ago. Right. I mean, and Valdez, I mean, he did give up the two runs in the fourth, but yeah. at the same time, like they weren't earned. So they ain't right. on him. Yeah. So, I mean, kudos. Well, well-pitched game for mm-hmm. sure. Game three, the Astros won five, nothing. Christian Javier, five and a third innings, one hit, five Ks. The big hit came from Chaz McCormick with a homer. Nine total hits allowed between the two teams. Yeah, this was a well-pitched game. The Astros just took advantage of their hits. Uh, there was a couple walks in there by Garrett Cole, which led to the, you know, led to the five runs. But at the same time, like when both teams to combined, right, only give up nine hits. That's a, a very, very good pitch. Game. All right. Speaking of Garrett Cole, would you have taken him out with the bases loaded? No. Yeah. No. I, I think. 
I, we were talking about this last night on the Swinging Blindly podcast that managers are taking pitchers out too soon, and that's a problem uh-huh. in the post. And, like, and I get it. I understand, like, you want to keep, you know, arms fresh, but y- your starters are there for a reason. You cannot let your bullpen go. Like, why are you shortening games? Like, they they should be able to go seven. Like, yeah. I mean, what's his face? Did the 10-inning game in the World Series in game seven? Jack Morris. Yeah, Jack Morris. That's right. Like, I... Uh, like, where did that go? Yeah, my I, and look, I I know everybody because like the Yankees did come out and say that. Well, no, Hal Steinbrenner, the owner, came out and said like he doesn't think he's making a change at manager. Aaron Boone's going to be back, right? Which I think he should. I think he's a, a really good manager. I think everyone wants to kill him for all this. I'm going to blame the analytics department, right? Because they're the ones that they script this out at like two thirty. You know, like this is what we're going to do, and this situation. You know, it's like. Have a feel. Yeah. Use your eyes. And are you telling me that, with all due respect, Lou Trevino is the guy you believe in more than Garrett Cole to no. get out of a bases loaded jam? No, and Garrett no. Cole, like, honestly, I mean, even though he was stressed in that inning, before that he really wasn't stressed. Right. So, like, honestly, I'm not I'm not buying it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he would get out of it without giving up a run. Right. But, like, are you telling me he can't go strike out double play? Right. Or two strikeouts and a pop up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Some, like, like he's your best strikeout pitcher. Yeah. Regardless, like I don't care who you have in your bullpen. Like Garrett Cole has been a strikeout leader the last three years. And and with all especially the Yankee pen. Right. Who in the Yankee pen are you saying? Yeah, I believe in him more. Like Clay Holmes earlier in the year. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can make Loizaga. He's had his moments, but he hasn't had a great year. Trevino. I know he was really good for Oakland before he got traded to the Yankees. But he's not Garrett Cole, right? And I mean, Aroldis Chapman's not even on your roster. Yeah, so no, I'm 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 done with him. I mean, the Yankee pen is just it's not like that loaded. That's like okay, we have a better shot getting out of this jam than Garrett Cole. Yeah, no, I I don't. Yeah, I don't buy it whatsoever. Yeah. So. All right, moving on to Game Four, the Astros won six to five. This is a little bit closer. Back and forth battle with the Yankees up 3 nothing before Pena tied up with a three-run homer. Correa who? Yeah, right. <laughs> McCullers, five innings, three earned runs, six Ks. Bader had the solo shot, gave the lead back to New York in the sixth, but Alvarez and Bregman back-to-back RBA singles to give Houston the lead for good. Yeah, I mean, this game, like, like Parker just said, back and forth. The Yankees scored three. I think it was two in the second, one in the third, and then uh, – or- yeah, yeah, no, that's right. And then Pena scores the the three run homer and it ties it up. Like it, it's literally like who's gonna punch last? Yeah. And Houston punched last and they punched with two quick jabs. I mean, it was yeah. just bang single, bang single, and it was over at that point. Like the Yankees had no life. Like if they yeah, had at that kept point. if yeah. they had kept the lead off of Bader, like going in later, like Bader's solo homer gave them life and yeah. it like energized the crowd in the Bronx. But mm-hmm. like. As soon as those two singles happened, it was like, here we go again. Like, yeah. It was over. Yeah, it was over. So, you know. And Jer- I- Jeremy Payne, he was the ALCS MVP. Correct. And I know I'm I'm not, I, I said the Correa who thing, that's kind of funny, but, but Jeremy Payne has been that good for them. Yeah, he he's, has been. He's had a great rookie year, mm-hmm. and you're placing a former top pick. Yeah. And I'm not telling you Jeremy Payne is better than Correa, but he, he's formidable. Yeah, I mean, he's. He is close. He's, he's good glove, and his bats come along as the seasons progress. Right. I do. I think he's Carlos Correa bat yet. No. Is he close? Sure. Hundred percent. He's close. 
And, you know, I mean, he's better than the bat that's going to be facing him in the World Series at the same position. So, yeah. you know, I'm not, you know, well done by the Astros. They knew when to cut ties. And that yeah. that system is really, really good. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Astros, like we said, swept the Yankees in four. Uh, they're going to be formidable. They're, their the starting World pitching Series. is really good. Back to the World Series. It's like the fifth time in the last seven years they're in the World Series. Oh, this was awesome. So, like, the other day I was watching MLB Central. Mark DeRosa, was, they were talking about Alex Bregman. And I was like, okay, so he came in the league in 2015 or 2016. So mm. he's, this is sixth season. Yeah. He's been to five ALCSs and four World Series. Yeah. He's been in the playoffs every year. Yeah. It's like this is the, all, this is all he knows. Yeah, this is all he knows. Yeah. That's I, the culture. that. And I know have. everyone wants to bring up the sign stealing thing, and I'm not, I'm not saying we should just forget about it. Right. But to, like, make it seem like this team isn't, like legitimately good is just ridiculous. Yeah. First of all, this team is like, like there's like only like a handful of guys who were even on that sign stealing team. Right. So again, I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying it's not a big deal, but I will say we only started talking about the sign stealing thing when the Astros were caught, but they only got caught and not the like other 18 teams that were like found to be doing the same thing. Right. So, I mean, what do you, like what are you gonna do? Yeah, you can't do. but I know Yankee fans like they they're still like sore about it and just like okay. you know, they should be. I mean, yeah. honestly, like if it weren't for sign stealing, they probably would have won the series that year, right? Like, uh, arguably, yeah. arguably they were they were the better team in that series, and the and the Astros came back and kind of took it from. Them, so yeah, I get why the Yankees are mad. The Yankees aren't built for the postseason right now. No. They're going to have an interesting offseason to try to figure out what they want to do, whether you want to keep Aaron Judge, whether you want to – You're going to you keep know. Brian Cashman. You're right. Keep Aaron, oh, it looks like Aaron Boone's going to be back. So like, And, like, as much as people want to get on Aaron Boone, like, he, 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 doesn't pick, he doesn't pick the team. Right. He only manages what he has, and I think Brian Cashman's great. But he has his. He's kind of fallen short here the last handful of years. Yeah, and that's that's something to you know consider. All right, let's go ahead and jump to the the senior circuit, the <laughs> ALCS. You mean the NLCS? I say L. Yeah, I'm an NL. Sorry, <laughs> you're just so. I'm so jazzed. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, the Phillies defeat the Padres four to one in in games. I I was trying to go with the old style yeah radio thing and it didn't really work. <laughs> that's but it's okay. okay. Uh, the Phillies go home and go. Game three win. Game four win. Game five win. Let's give you the recap. Game three, Phillies win four to two. Suarez goes five innings. He's good. Gives up two runs, one of which was earned three Ks. Uh, Kyle Schwarber led the game off with a homer. Uh, this was kind of back and forth a little bit there. Like yeah. it was like, oh, did the Padres want it? No, the yeah. Phillies want it. Yeah. Uh, Segura, the the big blow in the fourth, two out, two RBI single. Uh, that made it three to one, and but Dominguez uh, was a star. Dominguez, man, six out save. That was huge. First six out save since Tug McGraw <laughs> for the Phillies postseason. Yeah, and with that name, that tells you everything you need to know about how long ago that was. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's not that's not Tim McGraw. That's yeah. that's Tim McGraw's father, Tug McGraw. Tug McGraw. Tug McGraw. Yeehaw! That's 80, 80 World Series, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Phillies <laughs> then win Game Four in a in a shootout, ten to six. Hoskins has two two-run homers. Schwarber has a homer. Real Muto has a homer. Harper has two doubles. I'm I'm actually at Applebee's with uh, my mother, uh, my wife, and my son. And, uh, you know, I, I watch San Diego <laughs> get the four-run lead, right? And I'm like, oh, here we go, right? Like, yeah. like what, what are we going to do now? 
And I was like, you know what? It's not over. It's like because Clevenger's on the hill for the Padres. The Phillies can get to Clevenger, right? Yeah. And, you know, Bailey Falter only goes two, two-thirds of an inning. And I'm like, that's not good. Yeah. And, you know, both starters don't even pitch an inning. I, yeah. Clevenger didn't even record an out. Nick Martinez was real good for San Diego. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe he should have started. Preach. And, and he's been a starter, and he's been a, a amazing reliever for them this year. But I digress. No, I'm, you're fine. I'm, you know, a buddy of mine, my fraternity brother, uh, Junior, we, we all called him Junior. His name's Colin. But we called him Junior. Uh, he he texted me like, "What's going on with your fills?" And I was like, Not, "Have faith, man." Like Clevenger, yeah. like here we go. And as soon as Hoskins hits the first two run bomb in the first, he's like, "Man, were you right?" And then yeah. I I literally said, "If Hos- if Harper hits a homer here after JT gets on," I said, "If Harper hits a homer here, just like it's over. It's like it's over." And Harper hits one into the gap. He doesn't hit a homer. He hits into the gap, and it was four three. Yeah. I, this game right here is the second game in this series where a team lost a four-run lead. Game two, yeah. the Phillies lost a four-run lead to the Padres. So, just crazy. I mean, Machado and Soto both go deep in the loss. Like, I mean, their their big bats did what they needed to do, but their pitching staff didn't. The Phillies pitching staff held up after uh, after the whole debacle in the first inning with Bailey yeah. Falter. Uh, I mean, Noah Syndergaard pitched a couple big innings. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and, you know, and what was nice was... They got to rest Alvarado and Dominguez because they were starting to get overworked in the first right. three games. Oh, yeah. They got the rest day there, and then they were able to pitch in game five. So let's talk about game five. A win, four to three. Wheeler goes six innings, two earned runs, eight Ks. Huge eight Ks for me. He's pretty uh, good. He's pretty good. <laughs> right. Darvish goes basically the same stat line, just less Ks. Yeah, he wasn't bad. Yeah, he had six innings, two earned, five Ks. Reese Hoskins and then... The absolute missile heard around the world. Swing of his life, which created Bedlam at the Bank. Now, yeah. I know I'm using I'm using the TV call and the radio call. Yeah. Oh, both good Mixed calls. in there. Phenomenal calls from both. Um, I was listening to the radio call as I was going to see Dear Evan Hansen in Richmond. <laughs> and I, I lost. So, like, Real Muto gets on. I'm listening to the game. And Real Muto gets on. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I also need just a Harper RBI to win my parlay bet. <laughs> and and I hear I hear Harper go down 0-2. And I'm like, oh, man, are you kidding me right here? Like, yeah. I need this. We need this as a city, as a town. And I go into the parking deck. And I lose. <laughs> I lose satellite yeah. reception. I'm uh-huh. like, crap. Like, come on. Like, let's get up. <laughs> come on. Get up to the top half so I can hear the satellite again. And as soon as I get back into satellite reception, I hear the change up. That Harper lays off to make it 2-2. And then the next pitch, he goes deep. And I hear, swing and a drive. It's deep. It's going. It's gone. And I was like, we got the lead and I just <laughs> won my parlay. Like, it was it was yeah. unreal. My wife's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I just won $400. Like, I don't know what you're talking about here. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm happy with it, but, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, so those two massive bombs, uh, you know, and... Dominguez, I feel bad. He had a couple wild pitches, yeah. which led to yeah. the Padres getting the lead uh, in the seventh. And then, you know, it was just – it was tough. It was really tough. I Where know was, I know, it was yeah. one of those situations for the Padres for a manager, Bob Melvin. So they brought Suarez in in, yep. in the eighth. And it was kind of like – or yeah, in the seventh. In the seventh. In the seventh. Mm-hmm. And then they brought him back out for the eighth. Yep. And it was like, when do you go to Hayter to face Harper? And, and Hayter was up and it was like – like I under, look, I know people want to give Bob Melvin a hard time. I understood why he stuck with him because it's like, you know, you're you're thinking, okay, Suarez has been great all year. 
Yeah. Like he's been one of my guys. Well, and, and Hader hasn't gone longer than four outs. Right. Like and and ever since he was in Milwaukee, like after that one year where he was feel like he was going two innings every time out, yeah. it was like I'm only going one. Yeah. And it's been that way for a couple of years now. And there were no outs in that eighth, and you right. need him for the ninth. And I, so, I know you sit there and you say, well, you you, you need to get to the ninth right. before that happens. But, like, but, going into that inning, they had a run-run lead. Yeah. Right? And Suarez has been your man. And I'm not saying, like, you know, you feel good with Harper against any right-handed pitcher, but it's like, you know, you, believe, you have belief that he's going to get that out. Yeah. And he didn't. And it wasn't like it was like some awful pitch. No, I mean Harper just went I mean, with it. Went, went, went the other way and, and yeah. hit it out. And so, but I know like everyone's like and like Darvish in that game, like for because it was raining. Yeah. And like you could tell, like he had no fastball command. No, it was all, he was throwing. It was, was all arm ball. side. Yep. Like his best, he he was throwing breaking balls like over and because that yeah, was the only thing he could that's get over. All he had. And 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 it's course, nasty. And Hoskins gets a three zero breaking ball that he just deposits out right. in the left field seats. Yeah. And when he hit it, it, like every single hit Harper had in the CS or not Harper Hoskins had in the CS was a homer. By the way, uh-huh. uh huh. And and of every the two, of the two run variety. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're three right. two run. Homers, yeah, every yeah. single one. Uh, he <laughs> he sat there and like. Like he hit it and he like he started skipping. Like he yeah. knew he caught it. Yeah. So you know that's tough. And then Ranger Suarez comes in for a two pitch, two out save. I will say, my God, like uh, Trent Grisham. Like I I knew what he was trying to do. <clears throat> like you're trying to catch the defense off guard. You haven't hit at all in the series, even though he had a great LCS. Yeah. But like a bunt. Well, I and think... it, and it was right to Ranger. And I'm not look. I know he was. I'm not saying he was trying to sacrifice. Make make a play in the rain. But it wasn't at that point. It's not raining. Well, it was still spitting. I mean, it wasn't I, raining. Raining. I mean, it, I know. I know still... the ground ground was damp. Yeah. Right. But it's just like I. I don't don't bunt. I'm and that's it. I'm, I'm not. I'm I'm old school and I love small ball. But like in that situation, do not bunt. Well, it's because you have Austin Nola behind you. Right, like, and, and then and he not goes for first bat. pitch, like pop up. I go, oh my gosh, yeah. Like, and I'm not like anti Phillies here. I mean, we're in the same division. You're a rival, but like, I was like, can, can you give us a, an ending, Padres? Like, yeah. at least a little bit. Yeah, maybe. And like, I, Ranger's a good yeah. pitcher. Ranger's right. a good pitcher. I'm not saying like he's a bum, but it's like he's not a guy throwing like 98 at you. Yeah, and you didn't even like take pitches. Yeah, he's got subtle movement though, and I think he was afraid of going down. I think he was trying to slap one the other way, and it just he caught under it. I mean, it's yeah. tough. It's tough yeah. to do because if he, if that thing falls, they got the lead. Sure, but I, I I don't think anyone thought that was falling. No, well, I'm just saying, like if if he when he's swinging at that, he's like, man, if I could just poke it over top of Hoskins' head. Sure, because I don't want to get I don't want to go down 0-1, and then Ranger gets to throw whatever the heck he wants at me, and he True. had everything. Yeah. And, and Ranger, I mean Ranger. I mean, he's got so much command; it's insane. Yeah. Uh, so the Phillies win. They will face the Astros in the World Series. Starts tomorrow night, eight o'clock in Houston. Uh, Verlander Nola. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But I think they, I think they're right by throwing Nola here in Game One. I totally agree. Uh, so let's go ahead and do a World Series picks, and then we'll hit the big MLB news uh, right after a little break here. Who you got in why? I'm going Houston in six. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I mean, I Phillies, I would not be surprised if they made a series of this. I wouldn't even be surprised if they won the whole thing. Mm. But it's going to take six or seven for them to do it. And I, I think I'm giving the Phillies respect. They're going to win some games. But in the end, I think Houston's a better team. They've shown it all year. 
and give me Houston in six. And like, I think it'd be, I'd be so happy for Dusty. Yeah, you, you've been managing forever. You've never won a World Series. You've had opportunities, but you never have. And I just think when you go like, okay, pitching. I mean, I think I think the Astros have an advantage. Not not big because yeah. of the way the way like Noah Wheeler and Suarez have been pitching, but I, I'll give Houston the advantage. Defense, give me Houston. Yep. Offense, I think it's a wash to be honest. The way yep. the way the Phillies bats have been, especially from a power standpoint. But uh, give me Houston in six. Yeah, I'm gonna take Houston in six as well. I, you know, as much as I want to reverse be- jinx, I re- see what you're doing here. <laughs> as much as I want to believe in my squad, well, it's worked. It's worked so far, to be clear. Um, as yeah. much as I want to believe in my squad, I, I think, like you said, I think they have a chance. Uh the only way Philly has a chance is if they do the same thing they did in the CS. They, split. they take one in Houston. Yeah, and then run the wave in Philly and win the next three. I definitely think it's split because you got Wheeler in game two. Yeah, well, and that's what I'm saying. This is the same argument I made for the St. Louis series, the same argument I made for the Braves series. I said there's not, it, it's not going to be a sweep because yeah, you're not so. getting both. Probably not. You're not getting to both. That'd, be, and that'd be hard. It's tough, right? Like, you can get to one. Yeah. You're not getting to both. And so I think Philly can split, but... Then they got to take care of business at home, which they have. They're undefeated at home yeah. this postseason. So, and the Philly fans are showing out at yeah, the bank. The bank is just is loud. Bedlam, loud. New bedlam, bedlam yeah. at the bank. And, and you know what? If that's how they could win it, the only way Phil, I'm going to say the same thing I said for the CS. It's Phil. It's Houston in six. But if Philly wins, it's in five. Because if they go back to Houston, they're not bringing back that trophy. So. So like you think if, if if Philly splits, you yep. think you think Philly's gonna win the whole thing? No, I'm saying that's the only way they have a chance to win the whole thing. Yeah, I mean they definitely have to split, but yeah. I would say that for any like away team in game one and game two, right? You, you got to split, right? But then, like I said, I, it if they split the first two, I give them a forty percent chance to win the World Series. If they lose the first two, ten percent chance at most. Yeah. At most. So, that's how I feel. All right. All right. Well, when we return from this short uh, word from our sponsors, Parker is going to give us the major managerial news around the MLB. Welcome back, Parker. Get into the big MLB news. Yeah, we've had a couple managerial hires. The Texas Rangers, they hired Bruce Bochy coming out of retirement to a three-year deal. I love the move. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, it's a great move by them. I think that uh, he'll he'll cultivate a... uh, Culture. a great, yeah, a great culture with that young team, mm-hmm. and I mean they got some veteran pieces that he's gonna obviously lean on. But I think I think that's a good hire by them. I think Bruce Bochy needs a, a good spot, and I think the AL West, you know, is is gettable. Like yeah, I mean, Houston is Houston's top dog. Yeah, but, you but know, I mean Seattle's got promise as we saw this year. Right, but I mean the the West is gettable. It's not like Houston was oh my god good. Yeah. You know, it's not like they were Dodgers good in the regular season, right? Well, they won 106 games. I understand that, but like they they came back a lot, sure. right? Like, and they're yeah. not. You know, Verlander's going to be another year older. I'm not sitting here saying that that, that the Astros are losing it. To be right, clear. yeah. But I I think they're gettable, and so I think uh, Bruce Bochy's the guy that could I'll, put I'll the Rangers this, on the match. I'll say this for the Rangers: I don't think they're that far away. Like, when you look at... Okay, they need pitching. No doubt about that. Right. But, I mean, you have Seager. 
You have Simeon. Like, you have bats. Yeah. And what did Bruce Bochy do great when he was with the Giants? He cultivated a, a great pitching staff. That's mm-hmm. how they won the World Series. Right. It wasn't be, with this, like, juggernaut of an offense. No, it wasn't. So, and they have some they have some good young pitching on on the horizon. Mm-hmm. You know, Al Leiter's kid. He, I th- yeah. Jack Leiter, he, that dude can. Yeah, that dude's a player. Yeah. And so, and I just, I think it works. And, like, I think Chris Young, who's now the new uh, president of baseball ops for them, smart guy. He was he was an underrated pitcher, but really smart guy. I think he's going to do the right thing for that club. And I, I just think, I think this is a great hire. Yeah, absolutely. Great hire. Let's talk about another great hire, though. Yeah, the Marlins. I heard Skip Schumacher, former big leaguer, was with the Cardinals, the Dodgers, so he he was a good little player, and he's he's been on the the brink of getting his managerial gig. I don't we don't have like an exact like contract, but he was under he had two mutual options under his current contract with Miami. So I'm assuming there's something to do with that. Maybe they'll add another year or two to it. But I think it's a great buyer by Miami. Yeah, I think I think this does as well. I mean, the, the problem is the Marlins are stuck behind behind three juggernauts in the NL East. Oh yeah, and so they've got to find someone that can get young players to be inspired. I think Schumacher yeah. might be able to do it. So it's a great hire by them for sure. Absolutely. Um, well, I mean, we'll see what happens. I think there's some teams out there that are. Oh, there was another big uh, news today. Uh, Dave Stearns, uh, Milwaukee Brewers president of baseball ops, he's stepping away. He's out. Yeah, I did see that as well. Yeah, that's a big. That's a big one as well. Yeah, it is. I, a lot of moves. I, I'm really interested to see after the World Series what what's going to happen to the winter meetings. These free agent, there's massive free agents. We're going to get into all those free agents post World Series where yeah. we think they're going to go, mm-hmm. everything of that nature. But when we return here, we're getting into the Week Eight power rankings for the NFL, the GPS version of the hierarchy. When we return. Welcome back to the Sports GPS. We're getting to our Week 8 Power Rankings. CJ, lead us off. Yeah, let's go ahead and first talk about the uh, the honorable mentions. The yeah, teams that just fair. missed. Yeah. Let's talk about the Jets. Let's talk about how Zach Wilson and company, by this newfound run game... They actually look formidable. They look pretty good. Yeah. Um, you I know, did not think that. And I knew Brees Hall is out for right now, but they just they just traded for James Robinson. Yeah, it's not a bad. Uh... <laughs> like that's that's a thing, right? Like yeah. that's that's not you know it's not, not he's not bad. a schlub. Uh, let's talk about the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, they're not the Super Bowl winning Los yeah. Angeles Rams of last year. I expect a little bit more though. I did too, but at the same time, like they're they're still there. Like, they, they're still they had they had the guys to like. You know, second half. I think they're really missing Von Miller. I mean, honestly, oh, they're yeah. really missing Von yeah. Miller. And you know, I, I, I truly think that this team. Uh, I mean, they could they could shock us in the back half, like you said. Yeah. But right now, they're on the outside of the top ten, looking in. Let's talk about the Forty ers Okay, who would you take, Niners or Rams? <sighs> like, who do you believe in more? Well, I mean, we're going to talk about that in our picks, but like. I mean, honestly, I always I always think a good quarterback can take you there, so I'll take the ran- I I believe in Matt Stafford more than I believe in Jimmy G. Like, well, to be, yeah, to I be agree clear, with that. Right? Yeah. So, you know. But you know. CJ, don't defense win championships? Yeah, they do. They do, <laughs> and that might be a you know a precursor to my pick in a little bit here. Yeah. But <laughs> I feel like Matt Stafford in the long run, yeah, wins it out. But the Forty ers they did just trade for CMC. 
Uh-huh. Like, that's, a, that's a big hit. That's a big get right there. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Panthers are obviously in lose-now mode, mm-hmm. which is fine. But, like, the 49ers, they, they could make something of themselves here. Oh, yeah. Don't don't be shocked. They're just on the outside looking. And then the Dolphins, they got Tua back. I like the Dolphins. And, and I think the Dolphins could be good. They were on a roll, mm-hmm. and then Tua almost died. Yeah. And, I mean, like... Joking, not joking. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't mean to right, no, chuckle no, no. at that, but right. you're not. I laugh because you're right, right. So you know, they they I'm could glad come you're back not right, right, correct, one thousand percent correct. Like, I'm I'm glad the man is safe and playing football again. But yeah. the Dolphins don't be surprised if they sneak back into the top ten. But right now, I need their team to show me a little more. They've fallen out of favor, and they need to they need to get back in, and they need to get healthier. I mean, right. Waddle's kind of, you know, beat up. Beat up. Tyreek Hill last getting doubled. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, you guys, I guess. Well, I mean, and and yeah, Waddle was hurt, but he still caught for eighty-eight yards last right. week. So, what do we know? Yeah. Uh, so let's get into the top ten now. All right. Uh, the Raiders are at ten. Yeah. And, and we we always knew the Raiders are were good. They finally started running the ball. Josh Jacobs. Right. I mean, we we knew this. Stud. We knew they were going to be good, and yet they they decided not to do a lot of things. Yeah. And now they're doing them, and so now they're a top ten team. Yeah. I mean, I like Derek Carr a lot, but I don't need him to drop back like forty times. Right. Not that he's unable, but like you have Josh Jacobs. Yeah. So take advantage of it. Yeah. I mean, you got Darren Wall. You got you got playmakers. Yeah, you got weapons, dude. That that you don't have to. Yeah. I mean, they're good. Uh, the Raiders are at 10. They're fine. Uh, Tennessee Titans Ugh. at 9. Yeah. I mean, as much as you hate it, Derrick Henry's finally getting back to himself. Yeah. they're Again, another team that needs to run the football and take pressure off their quarterback. They don't have the weapons on the outside they did the previous year. A.J. Brown's gone. He's in Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the kid they drafted to replace him, I can't think of his name right now. He's not as good. So... You know who? Gosh, who is it? It, it was the the he's, kid out of not out of USC, but he's the, been so underwhelming that I forgot. Right, <laughs> so we don't really need to mention him. Right. Um. We'll we'll think about it in a second, and, and eventually I'll remember it. But like, yeah, I mean, they're, they're a good team. They're a good team, and they're they're at nine. They just need to run the ball more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ravens. I, yeah, I, I mean, don't know what to make of them. I don't love them, but they. I think they had too much talent to be this kind of. Just middle of the road, you know what I mean? Correct. Well, and they've also held a lead in every game. Yeah, so I mean they're they're in every game, mm-hmm. but you know Lamar Jackson, there he's had some moments, and you, you, we both say it all the time. If he's leading the way rushing for you, that's a problem. It is a problem. Like you have, well, I know Dobbins is you know he's been here, eh, but Gus Edwards has been good in the in the few times he's been getting the lion's share right like they have other guys and it's like lamar you don't need to run and throw to yourself yeah you know what i mean like you have weapons you have a good team you have a good roster take advantage their running backs are getting healthy now with gus edwards uh traylon burks is the wide receiver we were talking about ah uh yeah so underwhelming that we don't (laughs) don't remember but wait who'd you say (laughs) exactly (laughs) right exactly (laughs) Uh, so i but yeah again i think the ravens they're they're good I'm yeah. not. They they could be scary good, yeah, but they they're could. just not taking advantage of it. So, mm-hmm. a little little rough there. Uh, Giants at seven. I believe in them. Listen, 
They're fun. I, if Daniel Jones was anybody other than Daniel Jones, they'd be a top five team. Oh yeah. They play solid defense. They've got a great running game with Barkley. Their offensive line blocks for him. Daniel Jones is just one mistake away from the Giants being out of the top ten, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a, a believer in Daniel Jones as like he's going to carry the way. If he can, if he can, and I say I don't say this about this guy to be, but like. Alex Smith is not a bad guy to like try to model your game after. Right. If Daniel Jones can be Alex Smith, they can they can be serious contenders. Yeah, they could be. That that's actually a, a good comp for him for sure. Yeah. Um, the Bengals at six. Hey, yeah. Here's they're he, they're they're really picking it up. Joe yeah. Burrow, he's starting to look like the guy we all thought he'd be. They scared me. They scared me earlier in the year. Oh, I yeah. thought they were yeah. like, what what are they doing? Like yeah. they they're. they're Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, it was was last year doing? a fluke. Yeah, like was was this now? Jamar Chase is likely headed to the IR with a hip injury. Yeah, this could drop my ranking of them. Yeah, we're gonna give you a week, but <laughs> but right now Joe Burrow's playing lights out. You still got T Higgins. You still got Tyler Boyd. Mm-hmm. You know you you got you got Joe Hayden, Mixon's, you got Hayden Hurst, Joe Mixon in the backfield. Right, like I mean you got you got some weapons around. So we're gonna give you a week up here. See if the rarefied air scares you. I need to see more from the defense. I do too. I know last year, like one thing through their playoff run, like an underrated part of their team was their defense. Right. Like you know, it's okay to be bend don't break. Like right. I don't need you to be a studly defense. Just right. like don't you know don't break. Don't yeah. give a big play. And don't. Yeah. I just need to see more from the defense to really believe in this team. I believe. Well, let's get into a team that just has an outstanding defense. <laughs> That's kind of. That's kind of well. I don't want to say they don't have an offense, but that's kind of all they have. Well, yeah. I mean, jeez, the Dallas Cowboys here. Yeah. Like I know, honestly, I know it pains you. It it really does. It hurts me hard. But I mean, this team's good, man, and they just yeah. got Dak back. Like, and and I mean, I'm not the biggest Dak believer in the world, but yeah. like, I don't care what top ten you wanna you wanna throw him on because he's he's arguably top ten. Hmm. Arguably top ten. He's definitely top fifteen. He's definitely yeah, the upper half he, of quarterbacks. He's definitely in the upper half. I'm not going to say. And he like, is fringe top ten. Yeah, he's fringe top. 10. So when you when you go from a quarterback like Cooper Rush, who's admirable, not on anybody's admirable job, right? Like not on anybody's radar in the top thirty, right? To be clear, yeah. And 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 you were winning with him, and now you're bringing in arguably a top ten quarterback to you know lead the charge now you, yeah. you were already good and now you're getting back like we thought dallas was done when dak went down yeah cooper great job cap it up so like good job but now now dak's back and they're playing with the big boys they're at five i will say one thing i kind of i like with the dallas offense i think zeke and tony Pollard. they're they're getting a nice mix with those two because they're doing their job right so it's just like okay can we get a big play down the field and that's what they need, for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's talk number four, the Minnesota Vikings. Big believer. They have one loss on the slate, and it's to the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> in Philly. No shame. On on Monday night. Like, I mean, no this shame. Is, this, is not a, this is not a team that, that like, you're like, oh, there's no way. They, no, they, they they play good. Is uh, Mike McConnell, is that their head coach, right? Uh, yes. 
I know he's not like this big name guy. He's a young guy. This is his first, but he's done a great job. Yeah, I mean, and he's an offensive minded head coach, which helps Kirk Cousins. Which is kind of, and it's kind of funny. Like their defense is actually playing better than it was last year under Mike Zimmer. Well, I think, a, a defensive mind. I think Zimmer kind of like you know controlled him too much. Yeah, I think I think it just he. They had his he had his run right, and it was kind of like okay, we need a new voice. It, we it was need a stale somebody. voice. Yeah, it, it was like Joe Girardi to the Phillies locker room. That was Zimmer. Yeah, and and <laughs> and Joe Girardi wasn't there in, as long as Zimmer was with Minnesota. Right. So to be to be clear, yeah. Uh, let's go to number three. It's the Kansas City Chiefs, and they yeah. just got better. They just yeah. traded for Kadarius Tony. Yeah. And like I know I'm a big Tony fan, but like you are, you, you saw what he did in that three game stretch last year before he got hurt. Like I mean he's. His problem is availability. Right now, yeah. he's still hurt. But, I mean, that man that man is ridiculous with the ball in his hands. And you give – like, he is – I don't want to say the second coming of Tariq Hill because he's not that fast. Yeah. But, like, with run-after-the-catch skills like him, that that's scary with Mahomes at quarterback. Listeners, let me tell you, when, when CJ says he's a big Kadarius Tony fan, let me tell you, every time that we – because we have we have we have some fantasy teams together in our podcast league and work league, and it seems like every other time we talk fantasy, like line up, add, subtract guys, this guy is always brought up. Kadarius Tony. Yeah, well, when, I mean, when we were talking draft, this was a guy who was like uh, late rounds. We could sleep on him. We could sleep on him. It's just like I I think he's a really good player. I'm not I'm not down on him, but. You're you're very high on him. Well, now with Patrick Mahomes, I was high on him with Daniel Jones as his quarterback. Yeah, uh, it now I, he's got a massive. Upgrade. It could be really scary with Tony because we all know how talented he is, and Patrick Mahomes, right? Because Patrick Mahomes, like he makes he makes you better, right? Like there are some quarterbacks that don't really do that. He he does. He does. He does. Look at what Juju did last year. Now look at what he's doing with Mahomes. Yeah. Like and I'm not saying Juju's some fluff off. Right, because early in his career was really good, and yeah. then it really just faded. Yeah, and Ben Roethlisberger couldn't help him last year. Now yeah. Patrick Mahomes is helping him. Yeah, like, he looks good in Kansas City Red. Oh to yeah, be clear. All right, let's get into the top two. Uh, you, yeah, we basically know it's just which yeah. order do you want to yeah. put him in? And and I know it looks like we're being biased, mainly you being biased yeah. because of who's number one. But Buffalo Bills are number two, and it's not even like. It, like the top two teams, it's unquestioned. Yeah, it's it's these two: Eagles, Bills, or Bills Eagles. Whoever yeah. you know, however you want to go. And, about and it. I don't care. Like if you want to sit there and dock me, the the reason why I have the Eagles won is they haven't lost yet. Yeah. As soon as the Eagles lose, we'll have a discussion. The Bills, the Bills <laughs> will be number one. Like yeah. I'm, not, I'm not like completely out, but the Eagles haven't lost yet. Yeah. And they went against a great defense in Dallas, and and. And, and with a with a backup right tackle and a hurt left tackle, mm-hmm. and Micah Parsons was neutralized. I'm gonna put that in quotes. Yeah, I know they basically I, like didn't block him or just shoved him out of the way. Yeah, and I know Parsons now is kind of banged up, like he's questionable for Sunday. Right. So, but yeah, I mean it's it's Eagles. Eagles is one, and Bills is two. And and if you want to if you want to sit there and get on us, it, do it on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, anywhere. At the Sports GPS. At the Sports GPS. Let us know. Yeah. But until the Eagles lose, this tandem is keeping the Eagles at number one. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not Eagles fan here. Right. So and this is the right order. Yeah. Eagles one, Bills two. And it's not that we don't think the Bills are not worthy of being number one. Right. 
because they could definitely they they could win the Super Bowl and we wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but right now it's Bills two, Eagles one. Yeah, and I think if these two teams faced off, it would be. Oh, wouldn't that be? Great? Where's this game at? Because if it's in Buffalo, I'm taking Buffalo. If it's yeah. in Philly, I'm taking yeah, Philly. I'm with you. I'm with you. So really, it's not like it's. Oh, the Bills unquestionably beat the Eagles. No, like the Eagles secondary is good. Yeah. They got Bradbury, Darius Slay, CJ Gardner Johnson backing them up. Avanta Maddox is good in the slot. Yeah. Like this defense is legit. Now I know the Bills got Von Miller and they already had a good defense. Like, don't get me wrong. I think the Bills are legit. Yeah. I think the Bills like we we've said it. The Bills could be number one. The Eagles haven't lost yet. That's the reason. And the Eagles now have Robert Quinn. Yeah, they just traded for Robert Quinn. <laughs> yeah. So their defense just got better. Uh-huh. Oh, this is really side note, rabbit hole a little bit. Eagles, Bills, Super Bowl, that could definitely happen. Oh, 100%. Wouldn't it be great if, like, Super Bowl was, like, whoever the better team was, they get home field? Like, that would what, be cool. Wouldn't that be cool? It like, would be cool. Because I'm thinking about, like, the environment. Eagles, winter, Bills, winter, like, potential snow. Like, yeah. Wouldn't that be a great Super It'd Bowl? It would be awesome. I know everyone's like, oh, Miami or just some warm state indoors. It's like, no, I actually like watching these rough and tough, cold, snowy games. Right. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I think they just want the, you know, the publicity and, yeah. and they want the halftime show to right. be great. And, yeah, they don't. You know, want, that's not going to be good in the snow. Yeah, they don't and, want some halftime performer, usually a female like in some skimpy outfit in the in the snow. Right. Yeah. Dancing probably, around. Probably not gonna work. I don't probably even, not. I don't even know who's the halftime show this year. But yeah, it's I'm probably not, sure. not gonna work. But <laughs> yeah, probably not. It, it, if the Eagles and Bills I, I was to you know, my man Blake from up in up in PA. Shouty shouty out. Best Bills fan I've ever met in my life. <laughs> he texted me. This was like three weeks ago, and goes, "Man, Bills Eagles, we could we could be in the Super Bowl. I'd love it." And I I sat there and said, "You better hide your tables and hide your remotes." Yeah, exactly. Because all the tables will be broken and all the remotes will be empty of batteries. Uh huh. So definitely something to think. But let's go ahead and recap it. Uh, Raiders at ten, Titans at nine, Ravens at eight, uh, Giants at seven. Bengals at six, Cowboys at five, Vikings at four, Chiefs at three, Bills at one A, and Eagles <laughs> at one. We're <laughs> to get at it. Yeah. Uh, Jets, Rams, 49ers, Dolphins just missed the cut. When we return, the week eight picks. Can Parker make up another game after he's made up two in the consecutive weeks when we return? Welcome back. We're getting into the week eight picks in the final segment here. Let's talk about the game that's currently going on right now. Ravens versus Bucks. Who you got? I'm taking the Ravens because the Bucks have been playing that bad of football. Yeah, I, I think I, I tend to agree with you. And the Ravens have to figure it out. Figure figure out how to win. They also have the greatest kicker in the game. So yeah, like if this is going when to it be comes a field goal contest, I'm gonna. I'm gonna and take it is it. it's Thursday night, so it probably will. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's go to the London game. London. Let's talk about it. The Broncos at the Jaguars, but it's it's at Wembley Stadium. So. Yeah. Well, the Broncos are not playing good football, but you know the Jags aren't playing that great either. But I'm taking the Jags. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Jags too. I just feel like the Jag, like London's kind of Jacksonville's second home. <laughs> yeah, it really. And if is. it was up to uh, Shahid Khan, like th- that's where they would play. So, uh, yeah, give me the Jaguars. I think I think they win this game. Mm-hmm. Panthers hey. versus Falcons. Hmm. Give me the Falcons. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Falcons too because Panthers are going complete fire sale. Well, they are. And here's the thing, though. Like PJ Walker could shock the world. 
DJ Moore could shock the world. I think Chuba Hubbard and Devonta Foreman as a as a duo in it's that backfield bad. is pretty good. It's not terrible. Like it's not it's not terrible. It's pretty good. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm. I mean, they might be a. They're definitely top half as as far as a running back duo. But is it McCaffrey? No, it's not McCaffrey. I understand that. But <laughs> you're giving guys that are cheaper. Uh, a run for their money. Yeah, you're given. You know the 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 Baker Mayfield experiment failed. So yeah. what are you gonna do? But I think the Falcons win this game. I think the spreads too much. I think this is like a field goal game. Yeah, I agree. spreads right now four and a half. Yeah, Bears versus the Cowboys in uh, Arlington. I would have said this is like an easy like oh it's cowboy and I am picking the Cowboys but like Bears played really good last week they did play really good last week and I think it's coming on a short week they got to travel down to Texas Cowboys defense is legit I know Parsons is a little beat up but like they got they can cover it they got they got a lot so yeah give me give me the Cowboys as much as it pains me to say <laughs> Dolphins Lions. Hmm. I, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take the fish. Yeah, me too. I'm uh, taking dolphins. You know they're they're a three and a half point favorite. I think they win this thing by ten. The Lions just don't have it. And and like we thought they'd be good at the beginning of the year. Yeah, they, want, they've I lost want, it. Yeah, I want to believe in the Lions because I like Dan Campbell mm-hmm. and I think he's kind of you know kind of rejuvenized that locker room. But right. like it's not it's not showing. No, it's not. And, and the, Goff actually hasn't been the problem. No, he hasn't been. I think they need to lean on the running game more. It's like a swift out. Like, I haven't seen anything from him. It's like yeah. Jamal Williams and Jamal Williams and Jamal Williams. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's it's rough. But, yeah, give me the Dolphins. I think the Finns take it here. Mm-hmm. Cardinals versus Vikings, who you got? Easy for me, Vikings. Yeah, I think Big so. Big believer. Too. Yeah. And, and, and they're know, at home. But here's the thing. The Cardinals could shock the world. They I think they, they, they have to figure out how to win, too. Yeah, I, I I have a hard time figuring out what the Cardinals are because we see good mo- like it's like in a, in one game you can see really good and then like huh yeah so I just I don't know what they are and I I definitely believe in the Vikings yeah I yeah I tend to believe I tend to agree with you uh, Raiders versus Saints hmm give me the Raiders yeah I'm gonna take the Raiders too I think they're playing yeah. good ball they're, they're on the top, up they're a top ten team uh, I know they and they just acquired. Uh, Justin Huron, the offensive tackle from uh, the Patriots. Yeah. So, I mean, that that was completed, like, in September. (laughs) But, like, I think that coincides with them playing better. Yeah. So, you know, I I tend to believe that that was their problem. It was O-line, and they didn't trust the run game. Now they trust the run game. They're going to keep going to it. Mm -hmm. Patriots, Jets. Uh, Give me the Jets. I... Who would have? I hate who, to say it. Who would have thought we'd we'd like both be unanimous Jets? Yeah, I, I don't want to say the Jets. To be clear, <laughs> you don't want to. But like I, they, they have to, right? Like yeah, the, they're playing good football. The Patriots can't figure out their their they don't even know who their quarterback the is. Yeah, right. Like I mean, Mac Jones took ninety percent of snaps. Yeah, I think he's playing. I think he's he, going to start. He's been named the starter this week, but yeah, that could change. Right. So, and and we know that the BYU. Cougar Hunter is uh, <laughs> yeah. is is starting for the Jets. Yeah, and I think James Robinson has a resurgence now that he got traded. Yeah, even to the Jets. even with Breesaw out, like I I I think James Robinson's a great addition. Michael and, Carter. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean they they got it. Like they know they they have an identity and they stick to it, and that's why they're winning football games. Absolutely. Uh, Steelers versus Eagles. This is we actually get this game on CBS by the way. Jim Nance and uh, Tony Romo on the call. Yeah, that is easy for me. It's Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to take my birds, too. 
I know it's in-state rival, but yeah. The the Eagles haven't lost to the Steelers in Philadelphia since 1965. Really? Yeah. Wow. Look it up. I did not know that. Yeah, hold on. I can, I actually my my uncle sent this. My uncle's a big Steeler fan. I mean, I don't doubt you, but that cuz it's not like the Steelers this is like per usual how bad they are this year. Yeah, since since 1965, Steelers games in Philadelphia. Wow. December 4th of 1966, Eagles win 27 to 23. 67 uh 10-1 1967, Eagles 34, Steelers 24. Uh 69, Eagles 41, Steelers 27. December of 1970, Eagles 30, Steelers 20. September of 79, Eagles 17, Steelers 14. Uh, September of 91, Eagles 23, Steelers 14. 97, November of 97, Eagles 23, Steelers 20. September 21st of 2008, Steelers 15, or sorry, Eagles 15, Steelers 6. And then uh, September 25th of 2016, Eagles 34, Steelers 3. That was the romping uh, that kind of like started the the whole, yeah. uh, the, the Eagles are going to be good. Wow, 15-6 game. Boy, that, that was a game. Yeah, that was a, woo. <laughs> I remember that game in 08, by the way. Yeah, Titans-Texans. Yeah. Uh, Titans. The Texans yeah, are terrible. It's, yeah, it's not really a question. Yeah, it's not even close. Uh-huh. All right, Commanders-Colts. I'm going to take the Commanders, and I hate to say this, but I think it comes down to quarterback play. Matt Ryan is benched. You're and, starting a rookie, and he's hurt. Yeah, well, well I mean, well, he's a, he's, he's a, benched because he's hurt. Yeah, right? but, so, like, but but it's funny. Like, so whenever that happened, I was like, oh my gosh. And Frank Reich, like the way he w- when he was asked about it, he kind of said it almost like it didn't matter that he got hurt. We were going to bench him anyways. So. I like like Sam Ellinger had a good preseason, so I'm very interested to see what he can do like in a real game. Uh, it's his second year out of Texas, mm-hmm. and he he's, has mobility. He can do some things. I think I don't. I'm not saying they're better, but like I'm I'm really intrigued to see how they play. And I'm taking my Colts. I think the Brewmeister pulls it away. I think defense matters here. I think the Commanders win in a very defensive game. And that's why I'm I'm kind of leaning towards my Colts because I know the the Commanders they have some big injuries on defense. Right. So I'm kind of like, you know, maybe Ellinger can, you know, do some things. Here's, here's They're in Indianapolis, so I I, I I think it'll be close. I get you. Here's the deal. Take the under. Um for, <laughs> for, 49ers versus Rams, who you got? Hmm. Give me the Rams. I know that I'm not the big like not the biggest believer, but I I think you know they're at home. Give me, give me Matt. I think Matt Stafford's gonna have a good game. I'm gonna take the 49ers, and and I know I said earlier I believe in the Rams more than the 49ers, but right now Matt Stafford still hasn't found his way, and until they trade Cam Akers for a piece that can help them now, I believe the Rams are kind of stuck in in almost neutral slash reverse i think the 49ers just got cmc i think they're going to realize you know and utilize him better yeah so give me the 49ers in this one okay winning on the road in la all right giants seahawks who you got giants yeah give me the giants i know we're we've been it seems like every chance we get to go down on the seahawks but like they're actually good but like i really like what the giants are doing i'm shocked with how good the seahawks are this oh yeah like who, who thought geno smith would be more than serviceable. Re- resurgence here from Geno Smith. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, give me the Giants. They're playing great ball. I think they're just going to run it and kind of neutralize that crowd in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Packers versus Bills. This even a question? The Packers nope. are garbage. The Bills are great. Give me the Bills. Who would have thought? Like when you look on this just on paper, you would think, oh, this is a great game, Packers Bills. But Packers stink. Yeah, Bills are a ten and a half point favorite. It's not even close. And Alan Lazard, who's the Packers' top target, even though they're not, they don't have a good receiving core. Right. He might not. I don't think he's playing. Yeah, he's he's right now questionable, and it's leading more towards doubtful. Yeah. Uh, Bengals versus Browns Ooh. is the Monday night game. Who you got? Big division matchup. Give me the Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals, too. I don't believe in the Browns right now. I know Jamar Chase is out, but. Well, it's not official, but, yeah, he's probably heading. He's out. I'll make the executive decision. I'll just say it. All right, he's out. Um. Yeah, no, just. <laughs> I think the Bengals are too good. Yeah. I think they the way they're playing. Yeah, the way 100%. they're playing. Yeah. 100%. All right, let's go ahead and recap. We both have the Ravens. We both have the Jags. both have the Falcons, Cowboys, Dolphins, Vikings, Raiders, Jets, Eagles, Titans, Giants, Bills, and Bengals. We're separated on two. Parker's taking his Colts. I'm taking the Commanders. And uh, Parker's taking the Rams. I'm taking the 49ers. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for Season 3, Episode 25. This is our 81st total episode. I know. Crazy to think, Can man. you believe it? Inching toward 100. We got something special planned for the 100th episode. Yeah. Some, something special. And we're, and we're going to mix something else special in between there. Yeah. Little do, little something. Do man got to get a pie in the face. I do have to get a pie in the face. We're going to put that on the socials. Parker, tell them where they can find that. At the Sports GPS, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, wherever you are on social media, at the Sports GPS, hit us up. Tell us what we did good, what we did bad. Tell us we stink. Tell us we're good. Doesn't matter. We want to talk to you. And where can they find us on Mondays? Uh, they can find us on Mondays on ColorCast. If you have an Apple phone, download ColorCast. Find us on Sports in the Rearview Mirror, last seven days in review. You know, with 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 yours truly, Parker White and CJ Holly. <laughs> you know, you gotta check us out there if you have Apple Pro. If you don't have Apple, if you're yeah. if you're Android, I'm sorry. Colorcast needs to do a better job at getting it to us, but we don't have it yet. <laughs> uh, so if you have an iOS uh, operated device, so even if you have like an old you know, iPod, you know, you <laughs> Boy, might be able to get it through there. Isn't that funny to say like that old iPod? Right. But that used to be high tech for you and me when we were kids. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. The high tech kids in college, man, that was that was crazy. Yeah, but I, like I said it again, uh, that is it for season three, episode twenty five for all of us here at the Sports GPS. Parker White, CJ Holly, thanks for stopping by. Oh, thank you.